This is an All Ears English Secrets to Real Listening bonus episode seven. Food is your ticket to American adventure. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast bonus series, where every week, Lindsay and Jessica will show you just how easy English listening can be when you have the right secrets and strategies. Plus, you'll hear stories from Lindsay's 12,000-mile summer adventure across the United States. Now, let's get to the show. Today, hear about the different foods that Lindsay and Jessica have experienced traveling around the U.S. and find out how you can use these foods to start great conversations and connect with native speakers. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's up, Jessica? How you doing? I am doing fantastic. I just had a holiday. I feel great. Yes. I know you were in San Francisco. That is cool. Oh, <laughs> I love that city. If it weren't it's so insanely expensive, like yeah. that would be my like number one choice for where I want to live. It's a it's such an awesome city. I know. I know. I spent some time there on my trip this summer too. It is a really interesting place. There's so much going on there. I feel like you'd never be bored in San Francisco. Never. I think we fit in like the three things the whole time I was there because we're just like, there's so much to do. There's like every afternoon we're thinking of like 20 different options. I'm like, okay, next time, next time I have to come back because there's just, (laughs) there's so much. Yeah, no, that's true. Did you have any good food in San Francisco? Um, yeah, like fantastic food. You know what? Honestly, like my fa- the favorite thing that I ate was mm-hmm. I got to go to a Giants game, which was amazing. Oh, and awesome. the food in the ballpark, don't say mm-hmm. stadium, by the way, I got corrected. It's not a oh. stadium. It's a ballpark. So <laughs> <laughs> this is this is important terminology for our listeners. There's a lot yep. of you know, specific uh, words associated with baseball. <laughs> so anyway, so at the ballpark, I was like, I have to get a hot dog. Like, that's what you do at a baseball game, right? Yeah, um, for sure. But it's San Francisco, so it's not just a hot dog. It's like this enormous, uh, like, gourmet Polish sausage <laughs> and, like, this fancy sourdough bun and, you know, like... <laughs> that's awesome. Um, uh, it's not just, like, mustard and mayonnaise or whatever. They're, like, gourmet con as well, you know? Oh, that's so cool. I love it. It's something about hot dogs and baseball because if you come and see a Red Sox game on my side of the country, mm. you'll get a Fenway Frank and people are also kind of nuts about those too. Like, yeah, it's I've a even big heard thing. of those. You yeah. have? <laughs> Why? What's yeah. so special about them? I don't know. They're like super long and they're just juicy and greasy and just they <laughs> taste good. Baseball, beer and hot dogs. Exactly. Jessica, it's just a thing. No, it's totally. just an American tradition, right? So that's what we're talking about today in today's bonus episode. Guys, if you're tuning into this bonus episode for the first time, we have Jessica on All Ears English every Tuesday. We're lucky to have her here because we're talking about this awesome course that we're going to be releasing very soon. Yes. And 
it's a course about my trip around the U.S. this summer, guys, where you're going to learn about all different topics, current issues in the U.S. We're going to show you how to connect with people finally and stop being on the outside when it comes to conversations in English. Exactly. Exactly. And it's this whole idea of a journey, right? Like Mm -hmm. being a newcomer to a place and being able to interact, yes, but also having the confidence if you are learning about the new food in this area, like being able to seek it out, not being shy and staying in your hostel or whatever. But I mean, I, I experienced some of this over the weekend when I was was in San Francisco because that's, mm. you know, San Francisco, a- as far as American history goes, it's an old city, you know, not yeah. compared to like Europe, but here it's right. an old city. And so there are like very particular um, like words people use, you know, like special mm. vocabulary, special ways you talk about food or baseball or like going out or, you know, yeah. and so, and I, and I'm from Portland. I mean, what do I know about San Francisco? So Right. I still had to ask a lot of questions, um, get lost, ask for directions and like learn a lot about the, the culture of this city. So that's really our goal is for you guys to go on these journeys with Lindsay and learn about the culture as she did, as she was asking questions. Yeah. And there's something very kind of all immersing when it comes to the topic of food, right? Because when we are in a new city and we're trying that food, we feel like we're fully immersed in the local culture. Definitely. And you know what? I mean, food is so important to us. I'm I'm sure it is everywhere. But I mean, city to city, even neighborhood to neighborhood, you know, um, people are really proud of their food, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, like, <laughs> uh, so I went to visit my friend Logan in San Francisco and, and he's like, you have to have tacos in the mission district. Like, oh, the, yeah, we went there too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, are you talking about the little taco shop, that little one where you walk in and it's crazy busy? Well, there's a lot. I mean, there's yeah. taco trucks <laughs> okay. and like taco, like rest, like Mexican restaurants and stuff, but it's, it's the okay. neighborhood. It's, um, it's historically, uh, Latino neighborhood. And so like the food there is above and beyond what you're going to get anywhere else as far as like connected to that culture. And so, I mean, people from that city are like, they're really proud of this, you know? Yes. Yes. No, that's very true. And it's similar with Chinese food in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, I was actually able to have lunch with one of our listeners from All Ears English no at way. a Chinese food and her husband. Yeah. At a Chinese restaurant in the Mission District when I was in San Francisco. That was super cool. So it's a way that we're connecting with people over food as well, especially totally. if we're with someone who considers that place their hometown. Of course, they want exactly. to show you their food. And how do you, how do you do that? Like what language do you use? How do you enjoy mm-hmm. the food? Right. Yeah. And there's this idea of being like a foodie, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. we like we are very excited about food. American culture, mm-hmm. we love food, man, and we love yeah. talking about it. And the the phrases we use to describe flavors, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. these adjectives and these the way we express opinions and like really positive extremes cuz we love to be extreme when we're talking. This isn't exactly language you're going to get in a textbook, right? And so this yeah. is why students who have only studied in an English classroom, if they try and interact with Americans and talk about the food and what they like and ask questions, that's going to be almost impossible because you don't know what they're saying. Like they don't talk yeah. like textbooks. So <clears throat> that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So these, <clears throat> these adjectives and flavor profiles and, you know, all of these mm. new 
trends, like this idea of like farm to table, you know, Um, this stuff is really important. And it's a part of menus. It's a part of conversations. And you have to know these new trends that are too new, honestly, to be included in any textbooks. But this is what's happening right now. Yeah, that's true. And in the course, we're going to have an entire module on the concept of artisans and craft food and craft Mm -hmm. beer and, you know, artsy stuff like that. And then we're also going to show you the other piece that I think it's also about is kind of knowing what's up, right? So, for example, when I was in California, I did a profile on In-N-Out Burger. And In-N-Out Burger is cool, right? In-N-Out Burger is cool. My impression is that for people from California and the West Coast, Mm -hmm. In-N-Out is cool. McDonald's, not so cool. Oh, no. So, you know, obviously not. So, you know (laughs) what's up. I mean, you go to In-N-Out, but you don't go to McDonald's. This is a way that we get in with the local culture, the local people, right? (laughs) If you are out with some friends in California and you suggest McDonald's, people are going to look at you like you're weird. (laughs) Oh, totally. Guys, I mean, McDonald's, I, I I can pretty much guarantee that you already have McDonald's where you live. I mean, right. don't go to chain restaurants, right? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, you want to go to local places, food that you can only get here and something that has culture connected to it. There's not a <clears throat> culture related to McDonald's except for, yeah. you know, like capitalism. I don't know. <laughs> right. But, but in an outburger, yeah. on the other hand, right, is is a chain. It is a franchise, but it's a California chain. It's a West Coast chain. Exactly. And yeah. it's unique. I mean, they have a very specific kind of way of preparing their food. They they say that they use very uh, fresh uh, ingredients mm-hmm. and it has a different taste to it. And it's kind of got a, a bit of a cult following, it seems oh, like. Oh, definitely. People love it. People, <laughs> so people go crazy yeah. for In-N-Out Burger. And here yeah. as well, we have a chain called Burgerville and okay. it's it's only in the Pacific Northwest. And it's the mm. same thing. Like all of their ingredients are locally sourced. It's that like mm. farm to table yeah. idea that we're talking about, right? So yeah, it is a yeah. fast food chain. Yeah. But it's only here in the Pacific Northwest and Mm. their menu changes seasonally. So like in the beginning of summer, they'll have like the Marion Berry shake or whatever, because it's like, you know, it's that like local berry that is only in the Pacific Northwest. And yeah. And they're like, if you go into the restaurant, you see posters everywhere where like this is a picture of the farmer that grew the potato that's in your French fries or whatever. (laughs) Um, And that idea is important to us. It's amazing that that uh, com- companies, restaurants can actually turn that into fast food too, know, right? It shows yeah. us that like the standard doesn't have to be McDonald's where we're eating. God knows if it's even food, right? I know. I, I think that's <laughs> incredible. So In-N-Out is a good example and that other burger chain that you mentioned. So in some of these videos, guys, you're going to get to meet, you know, customers at In-N-Out. I even went in and I tried to interview some of the people behind the counter and a couple of them briefly spoke with me and then they mm-hmm. said that I needed to call HR or I needed to call oh, the PR department. <laughs> um, but, you know, just being, you're going to get a feel of what it's like to be inside this restaurant and mm-hmm. who's eating here and how do people feel about it. So that's all going to be in there. When you speak English with native speakers, do you feel disconnected? Do you feel that you can't even understand what they're saying, let alone participate in that conversation? It feels lonely. We want to help you stop this pattern in our new course that's coming out this fall. To get your first lesson for free and to meet a gun salesman from Texas, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash bridge. That's allearsenglish.com forward slash B-R-I-D-G-E. See you there. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What was your what was your favorite like new food that you got to try or maybe not favorite but like most unique or original like something you cannot get in Boston? Well, I think one thing that was kind of cool was when we I was traveling with Allie out in South Dakota. Uh, she tried a bison burger, Ooh, which is kind of cool. Because I love bison, bison burger. burgers. <laughs> we have <laughs> bison burgers we, here too. Okay. Okay. So that's, yeah, we don't, I never see that on the menu in New England <laughs> ever. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't um, know why we have it in Portland, but yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Actually, the restaurant that you and I ate at when you were here. Uh-huh. Um, oh, I have bison burger. <clears throat> yeah. Right down the street from my apartment. They have, um, yeah, it's not, you're not just going to get like a normal burger in Portland. Okay. Like if there's yeah. going to be something. <laughs> unique and fancy about it and <laughs> right. like and this weird, was a, right? <laughs> yeah exactly we're we're very proud of our mm-hmm. food here i think i think in places where um you're gonna be inside more often because of weather right mm-hmm. like i think those places are more adventurous about what they make mm. in the kitchen because they have more time because they're they not outside the kitchen. <laughs> like they're just rained rained in maybe we could say <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny i like that idea that's interesting Interesting. Um, <laughs> I don't know wow. if it's true, but we <laughs> nevertheless we are very proud of our food. Um, well, and like well, food trucks as well. Did you get to oh, food that's trucks? Huge. Um, mm, I must have. I must have at some point ordered from a food truck sometime on this trip, but nothing comes out. One thing that does stand out in my mind right now, though, is um, is southern food because I oh. spent some time in the deep south. I went to yeah. this place called Natchez, Mississippi, which I'm so excited to show you guys. Ooh, uh, that is like deep, deep south. Natchez, Mississippi. Yeah. And awesome. there's a lot of history regarding slavery down yeah. there, which we're going to look at. Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be very, very interesting. Uh, it was extremely hot down there. I can um, imagine. I went into this place called, I think it was Burgers and Blues or something in Blues. And I wanted a traditional Southern meal. I walked in there. Yeah. I turned on the camera. I was like, guys, I'm making a video. I, I I would like a traditional Southern meal. What is the most traditional thing I can order? Yeah. <laughs> and so they brought me a plate of ribs. Oh, I and love I never, ribs. <laughs> I know. I never eat meat, but I, I just really loved them. I just ate them up. Totally enjoyed so them. So awesome. Was, you know, because I hadn't eaten meat in a while. And sometimes if you don't eat much meat and you get meat, you're just like, oh, I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there are our bodies need meat. Okay, sorry, vegetarians, but yeah. I am like so far on the meat side of the protein. But yeah, if I mean yeah. this, oh, like the southern food culture is yeah. fascinating. It there is. are like so many like secret barbecue sauces, and like you can never tell oh. anybody how like what the marinade is for your oh, steaks or God. whatever. And then like Texas as well. Um, yeah, like it was. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, talk about food connected to culture. I mean, that's yeah. amazing. Um, yeah. Like grits. I don't know. Stuff that grits. like you only eat in the South. 
sweet potato pie, sweet potato pie cat. It was really hard because I I was running towards the end of the trip. I was in the last two weeks. I was getting tired, but I felt like I could have stayed in the South and I could have investigated, you know, fried chicken more. I could have looked more at ribs. I could have gone to the secret local places that I was recommended, but I just didn't have time for all of it, unfortunately. But at this particular restaurant, I asked the guy to take me in the back to show me the barbecue. (gasps) Cool. And so he took me through the kitchen and we have some video footage of the actual barbecue where it's made and we have the guy in his deep, deep southern accent explaining how it's cooked in the barbecue. So it's super cool. I'm so excited to to release this to our students and our listeners. You know, like barbecue is so essential to so many cultures, you know, like Mm -hmm. South Africa has their brais. That's what they call like barbecues. And same in Australia, like there's a big barbecue culture and here as well, but it's like focused in the South. And then Mm -hmm. you take it out from there and it becomes a part of like tailgating at a football game or, you know, like it's connected to all these other American. American traditions. And it's interesting that just knowing or being curious and wanting to try or experience barbecue, like that could connect you to so many other traditions and experiences. I think, I think food or being um, curious and excited to try new food and being able to talk about it, like that's Mm -hmm. really your ticket in to a lot of cultural experiences here. Oh, yeah, that's huge. And that's why food is going to be a big part. It's not going to be the entire course, but it's going to be a good, sizable part of this course, guys. We're going to show you the food that you may not find in different parts of the world that are Mm -hmm. local to certain regions. And we're going to show you how to talk about it and what's unique about it and how you might move into other conversations after you've talked about the food. I think it's a good bridge, as you said, Jessica, to move into other topics with people, right? Definitely. Yeah, I love that, actually. That's really good. Ooh, very cool. <laughs> so this has just been a bit of a sneak peek. Again, guys, we're on here every Tuesday introducing you to some of the cool things that are coming very soon in the course. So keep your eyes out for that. Go ahead and opt in to get your free gift to get your first – essentially, it's your first lesson in the course for yeah. free. So go to allearsenglish.com forward slash bridge, and you'll get to meet – Coleman, who's our gun (laughs) salesman from Texas that we talk about every week, but it is a very cool lesson because, Jessica, what do we learn in that lesson? So I was fascinated by his interview um, (laughs) because... Like, I've never seen somebody so able to hedge as he was. Mm -hmm. So hedging is very important, guys. It's this communication tool to not directly express your opinion. So Mm -hmm. you're, this is gonna, you're gonna have to do this, guys, perhaps because you don't have an opinion. And that's fine. Maybe, maybe you see both sides. Like, I'm that Mm -hmm. way with a lot of things that I understand both sides. I can't choose just one. Or perhaps you don't want to offend the person that you're talking to. And that's another Mm -hmm. reason why we hedge. So having the phrases to do this is an essential communication tool when you're going to navigate culture in America. So we learn a lot of useful hedging phrases from this interview. And then you you learn how to use them, see them in, in examples, and then practice using them yourself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And when you guys go ahead and opt in there, you'll get on the VIP list. So you'll be the first to hear about this course when it's ready and it should be ready soon. So guys, go ahead and get on that list. AllEarsEnglish.com forward slash bridge. And we'll be back here next week with another awesome bonus episode to get some sneak peeks, more sneak peeks here at what is coming very soon. Heck yeah, this is fun. I love coming on the show. 
I know. It is really cool. We're going to have to keep doing this regularly. After we release the course, we're going to have to keep having you come back and we'll keep reminding our listeners about what this material we have because I really do totally. think that this this course is going to be one of a kind. I don't think there's anything else out there. There isn't. In this field. There on, isn't. On We've no. looked. I've looked. There is nothing else like this, you guys. No. It is so revolutionary and I, I, I can't even stop talking about it. I think <laughs> I think all my friends in Portland um, are... Maybe uh, they are as excited as I am about this. And even in San Francisco, I was telling people in bars all about this course. Like, I'm so stoked about it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. All right. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, now I'm hungry. So I'm going to have to go get too. some lunch here. Go get some ribs and uh, <laughs> get some southern ribs. And uh, we'll see you back here next week, Jessica. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Enjoy the Take ribs. Take care. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. Thanks for listening to today's bonus episode. And if you enjoyed today's episode, then you'll love our free listening lesson where you'll get a taste of our powerful listening strategies. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash bridge. That's allearsenglish.com forward slash B-R-I-D-G-E to download this free lesson immediately. See you there.